Welcome to the Beauty Me podcast. My name's Sharice Kenyon and I've been writing about beauty for around 15 years. During that time, I've heard so many stories about how we approach beauty, our routines and the traditions that make us who we are. I wanted to create a space where I could discuss these rituals further with people from around the world. For me, it's all about beauty without the BS. Hi there, how's your week been? For me, it's been a little bit up and down and that's all to do with my skin, basically. Um, This is an episode about my skin favorites, but it's very specific in, I'm gonna talk about the products that I use when I'm kind of going through it with my skin. I've had hormonal acne for most of my life, definitely since I was a teenager. And I guess I thought it would go away. And if somebody had told me all those years ago, this is going to be part of your life for the rest of your life, I think I might have wanted to scream. Or, you know, maybe it would have prepared me. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that affects me week to week. And I don't know if it's lockdown has added to that. I don't know if wearing masks has added to that. Because for me, I tend to get a lot of hormonal acne, which is around the jaw. And it can kind of like show my cheeks as well. So obviously if we're wearing masks now, maybe that's adding to it because obviously it's always covering this area. But me personally, because I'm trying to avoid wearing masks, I pretty much won't go anywhere that where I have to wear a mask. It's literally maybe the supermarket like once a week for 10 minutes. So yeah, I just wanted to make this about the things that have worked for me when and when they really work, they really work. And But it's also just about how it makes me feel and how it can become I think I've been I've been reading a lot lately about psychodermatology and it fascinates me um Jessica Defino the beauty journalist was recently on Naked Beauty Planet which is like the mother of all beauty podcasts for me and um she talked about it and it's kind of obvious when you think about it but how stress affects your skin I'm just going to kind of go through the products that work for me and talk about how I feel I remember the first time I went to a doctor to talk about my skin and I remember the response was very, very flippant and because I knew that my, it wasn't that I had cystic acne, it wasn't that I knew I was going to end up with pitted scars, but it just makes you conscious and I think he actually said, you're only a level two. And to me, I didn't know what that was. I know two doesn't sound like a very high number. Um, Was that two on a scale of four? I don't know what his scale was, but I instantly had that feeling of don't be silly. You're being fickle. You're being vain. And fast forward, I've been working in beauty, writing about beauty for about 15 years. I'm always surrounded by skin, makeup, examples of perfect skin. And also examples of not so perfect skin. You know, I've been backstage at fashion weeks and I've seen models with easily as imperfect skin as mine. But somehow, you know, the team will manage to kind of magic it away for appearances sake. They tend to know all the tricks and stuff. With all that being said, I never actually I've never been on medication for it. I guess because it's never been that serious. Although to me, it feels very serious, especially right now. I'm going through a bit of a break uh, breakout. Um, the closest I got was to go on the pill and I probably was on the pill for easily half my life 
thinking that it would work. And I think it does, it does cause hormonal changes. So I think in the early days, the pill definitely helped clear it up. And I think what the clearing up part allows is it allows you to kind of relax a little bit and maybe get less stressed about your skin. I don't feel that it will clear it up long term, but obviously I need to look at some studies on that. I could be really wrong, but for me, it allows you to kind of gain back some time. And like I said, when you feel good about your skin, it's like everything else is easier. And I think it's because it's, it's just that one thing that you can't hide. You can hide your body to a certain extent, but when it's your face, that's what people see every day. And especially working in the beauty industry, you know, you kind of end up feeling a bit like a fake, even though, you know, as a beauty journalist, am I expected to have great skin? I don't know, but you kind of feel that, or at least like, well, you should know better. You should know how to take care of it. You should know the right people. So where I am today is, as I said at the beginning, like this week's been a bit of a stress. I'm trying to think if it's because there's an additional lockdown going on where I live in Birmingham in the UK. I'm trying to think if it's money worries, um, because obviously money is a major stressor for many of us, especially when you're self-employed. I am on my period, so obviously that's definitely going to highlight this whole jaw area. But I felt like this week, the spots that I usually get, they're just that little bit deeper and there's just that little bit, like, well, a lot more of them. That's what it feels like. And I'm kind of looking at how I feel. I'm very conscious of being seen. I think I popped popped to the shops the other day and I was very conscious of people could be looking at me. And then I was like, well, why is anyone going to look at you? They're just going about their business, but you can really get in your head. So when I'm going through a breakout like this, I will do one of two things. I will either look at the routine I've been doing and change it, or I will stop. I'll just stop completely, especially if I know I don't have to leave the house. I can kind of just let my skin do its own thing, do its worst. Um, And I don't I used to, and I don't know why, but I actually stopped at the beginning of lockdown. And I guess it's because, you know, there was that whole emphasis on don't touch your face, which I feel has died down now. I don't feel like anyone's talking about that. But um, yeah, I've definitely stopped picking, but it doesn't mean the desire isn't there. So in the meantime, I'm going to share with you like what I'm using right now. Um, And these are products that kind of the main thing they've done for me is reduced redness and reduce irritation and inflammation. And I think it's good to work on that part of the cycle of your skin, because, again, when you just let it calm down a little, your skin can kind of go back to doing its original job, which is just keeping you moisturized really full disclaimer before I go into this I am not saying that you should use these things I'm not saying that if you use these things you'll get the same effects um I think within the beauty industry or beauty community the Instagram beauty community there is a lot of um there's a lot of education out there and but even me in you know the fact that I've been writing about beauty for 15 years I would never say I know everything And I definitely think we've got a culture now of, you know, self-made experts. Um, So I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm saying this is what works for me from time to time. So first of all, 
I think everything starts with cleansing. And I think when you do have acne, you can go through a phase of thinking that you're not clean, you're not clean enough. And of course, that sends us down the path of buying products that kind of strip our skin. It's like strip it, you know, squeaky clean, there's that saying, which actually is not, it's not something you should be going for when it comes to your skin. So the cleanser that I use the most when my skin's going through something is CeraVe's SA Smoothing Cleanser. It's amazing. It is a combination of salicylic acid, that's the SA in the name, um, hyaluronic acid, which, you know, there's a bit of talk right now that it's actually doesn't do anything or it only works if you use a hydrating product on top and underneath it so it's kind of like an extra product that you don't need but anyway that's an ingredient in CeraVe's SA smoothing cleanser and it also mentions um, a blend of three essential ceramides for me what I like about it is it's a very light watery gel and it always, always leaves my skin feeling really soft and clean. I've never felt any discomfort after using. I think it's like an ultra safe face wash to use when you're going through a breakout. On the packaging, it's described as being for dry, rough, bumpy skin, which actually kind of hurt my feelings. But I get it. And I think the first time I started using it, within about a week, I noticed a much softer jawline. Like texture around my jawline was so much softer. What I think this cleanser is great for is that that part of the cycle of your acne when you kind of feel like you want to pick or you want to itch and you've got a redness, you might have warmth in your face. It's really good at calming that down. What I'll tend to do is use it in rotation with the other super popular CeraVe cleanser, the foaming cleanser, um, just to give myself a break from the salicylic acid one. If I feel like my skin's going through a good phase, I'll probably stop using it. Another part of cleansing that I'm really into right now is before I'll use, in the evenings, before I use the CeraVe foaming cleanser or the SA smoothing cleanser, is I'll do an oil cleanse. And again, I feel like when you're someone that has acne prone skin or oily skin, your first instinct is to get rid of the oil. But the minute you do that, when you start stripping your skin, your skin is like, oh my God, you need oil. So it starts producing more. So it's counterproductive. And as like attracts like, when you use an oil cleanser, any excess oil should be washed away with what you're using. Lately, in the past, I've really liked kind of like the balmy ones that you rub all over your face and then you wipe off with a cloth. But I actually find when I'm going through something with my skin, I, I don't want to have too much contact with my skin. And I certainly don't even want to use a muslin cloth. It's probably fine. But for me, it just feels like, why add that extra issue right now? Like, let's just keep it simple. So I really love the Cordially Makeup Removing Cleansing Oil. I've bought it twice now. That's how much I love it. I've had to buy it twice because my husband started using it as well. Lately, I've been obsessed with LA Beautyologist. She is, her name is Nayamka Robert-Smith and she's an esthetician based in LA. She's got like a really refreshing take on how to take care of your skin. She's also the, I think she's the founder of the hashtag 60 second is it 60 second rule where no matter what type of cleanser you're using, you wash your face for 60 seconds. So I've been doing that for a while, but I recently watched her video that was just on oil cleansing and she talks about oil cleansing up to 10 minutes. And I was just like, wow, 
I don't know, but I've had to try it. Um, the longest I've done is eight minutes and I've done that a couple of times now. Most of the time I'll do more like a minute. So if I've had SPF on, if I've had makeup on in the day, that's when I'll do my oil cleansing. I don't oil cleanse if I'm not wearing SPF or makeup. I'll just do a simple foaming cleanser. But on the days when I've been kind of like in the mood to experiment, I've tried eight minutes and it's it can be therapeutic. It can make your hands ache because you're constantly massaging your face. One thing that I'm unsure about is when I've done it for like these eight minutes or so, my skin feels really warm, like really, really, really warm. And it goes really, really red, which is obviously to be expected. But I'm wondering if that could be something that makes the acne worse. And I'm pretty sure that LA Beautyologist has said, no, it's actually great for people that get acne. It really um, relieves congestion. But when you do get acne, I think it makes you very kind of nervous of these things. So for me, I was like, wow, I wonder if that's why my skin is going through a worse patch right now. I really want to get LA Beautyologist on the podcast. So if you guys want to tell her in the DMs, but I would love to get her on to really get her definitive answer on this. So I've done it a few times. And for me, it's, well, even, you know, even if you go back to just doing it for the minute, I'll do that, massage it off with some lukewarm water, and then I'll use my foaming cleanser again for a minute just to ensure that all of the oil cleansers off. And then I'm like, good, that's the cleanse part of time. So we've done the oil and we've done the foam cleanser. I don't dry my face with a towel. A towel does not touch my face. If I if I have time, I'll just literally let like the water kind of just evaporate off my face. Um, you can also like kind of slap your face. <laughs> um, but what most times I'll just leave it to dry or maybe I'll just get a tissue and just dab away like around my eyelashes and hairline, the annoying parts that you don't want to walk around dripping. Then I will, if it's a week like this week and I'm feeling very sensitive, I'll just use rose water as a toner. I've got a favorite one. I think actually LA Beautyologist recommended it on the Caroline Hirons Live. It's the Heritage from Heritage Store. The Heritage Store Rose Petals Rose Water, and it has glycerin. I love to use that. And if I'm staying home that day, I might just then put a little bit of jojoba oil on my face, and that's it. I'll just let my skin breathe. If I'm going to wear makeup, I will apply Glossier Super Pure. And if you've followed me on Instagram at all, at Sharice.Kenyon, you will know that product has, I probably talk about it, every other month. The reason being is that when I first bought it, I loved it. And when it ran out, I went to buy it again and it sold out and it remained sold out for at least six months. And I was constantly tagging them on Instagram, just saying it's not good enough. The reason that Glossier Super Pure has been so good for me is because of the key ingredient, niacinamide. Niacinamide is amazing for reducing redness and inflammation. And that serum within a week, I was like, yeah, this really works for me. It's just allowing me to like relax a little bit about my skin. I might still have the spots, but I don't have the inflammation and redness behind it. After the Super Pure Serum, I will then just go for a light hydrating moisturizer most of the time. Lately, I have been trying the PCA Skin 
clear skin and that also has niacinamide in it. When I'm going through a period where I'm just managing my skin, like I don't have like crazy active breakouts or anything, that's the time when I will use things like retinols or um, liquid exfoliators. So when I'm having a good week, I will use my Dermatica prescription, which consists of adapalene, which is a retinoid, niacinamide, which we already know, and um, clindamycin, which is an antibiotic that helps with um, like kind of bacteria. So I don't know if that means Dermatica has diagnosed me with like fungal acne. I don't think they ever give you kind of, I don't think they've given me a specific, like this is what's wrong with your skin, but I'll use that. I won't use it for more than three times a week. When I'm not using that, I'll use the Paula's Choice 2% BHA liquid exfoliant, which is salicylic acid. That product is amazing. I will buy it on repeat and it does wonders on my husband's skin. If he uses that, his skin is glowing the next day. For me, I kind of, you know that saying about you, is it? There's too much of it. Yeah, you can have too much of a good thing. I was doing so well with the Paula's Choice um, 2%. So one week when I knew I wasn't going anywhere, I was like, right, I'm going to put that on like three, four nights in a row just to really give my skin a good exfoliation. And it was the wrong idea. And that's another thing I've learned. Even with the products, you have got to learn what is good for you. None of us are all the same. We're just not. We don't have the same makeup. We don't have the same skin. Even if we have the same type skin, we don't have the same skin. So I went too hard with the salicylic acid every night, four nights in a row. And what I find interesting is that on the packaging, it says you can use it daily twice a day. And I was like, no, you cannot. Well, I cannot. So yeah, with that, I ended up with a very typical reaction, which was lots of tiny, tiny little white kind of like pimples, but like kind of little white dots, especially around the mouth area. And yeah, it was just, it was very red and just very sad. And so yeah, I had to stay clear of that. Also, when I'm just in a management phase, I've really started loving the Paula's Choice Pore Reducing Toner. Again, it has niacinamide. So I find that when I'm using all of these products together, they kind of just help each other. My skin's very hydrated. And yes, there might be the odd bump, but it's much smoother. So that's what I do when I'm trying to like manage my skin. The earlier products were much more about, okay, it's kind of like damage control. How can we wind things back? As I said earlier, I'm not saying that if you use this, it's going to change your skin, change your life. I think the beauty industry is kind of really getting to know that we do want a lot more of an individual approach. And I think that's why Products like Dermatica, which is a prescription service, I think I pay £20 a month. More of those services will pop up. I think we're going to see a lot more bespoke skincare in the future. But there's also something to be said for seeing past the marketing. Like, let's keep it 100% real. This is a business. You know, what if we could just stop for a day? It's like, what if we could just stop using things and just let things be? I know that can take a much stronger mindset though. And again, I'll mention Jessica Defino, the beauty journalist. She has been, I think she's the reason why some days I can be very zen about my skin. I can be very like, you know, it could be worse or I'm good. I, I am not my skin. And I think you need that balance. 
because there's also within the industry, well, you know, if you're having a reaction, that means it's working. So you keep going. And that's what I would have done in the past. Well, it has to be working, you know, or if it's not red and it's not irritated, it's not doing anything. Alongside all these tools, all these products that I could use and all these techniques and the gua sha and this and that I I think the most powerful tool is probably my mind and you know your mind is not in the same shape every day if you're on your period or you're just having like a down moment your mind can communicate something else to you that you're you're less than I heard 80% of our thoughts are negative so what's the point of spending hundreds of pounds a month or whatever your budget is on skincare what's the point of spending all of that if your mind isn't your best friend so I think that's a work in progress today I might sound fine about it but if I'm honest I was thinking about not adding video to this podcast I know most of you will be listening to it but I do often put the podcast up on YouTube and today I did my makeup. I did a very light makeup because I don't want to cape my skin. But then when I saw the lights and I saw the camera, I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this. But why shouldn't I? So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You will find all the details of all the products I've mentioned on the show notes. And if you want a really detailed show note, You can go to sharicekenyon.co forward slash podcast and you will see all of my show notes, all the notes that I make when I'm preparing for the podcast. So if you want to dig deeper, feel free. If you want to find me on Instagram, just look for Beauty Me Podcast. Slide into the DMs, let me know what you think, how you feel about your own skin. Did this resonate with you? And yeah, we're all in this together and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Take a minute to like, subscribe, perhaps share the episode with someone that you think will be interested. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, or you can follow my personal account, which is at Sharice.Kenyon. Feel free to slide into the DMs with any feedback or suggestions for future guests. And I'll see you next week.